Welcome to This Game Could Be Your Life. It's season three. It's me, your best friend Jeff. I'll be the dungeon master this season as we'll be playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Most of our listeners are probably pretty familiar with this game. I've never actually DM'd the game of Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, and I've probably only played maybe three or four hours of Dungeons and Dragons in total. So if I'm doing a terrible job, please feel free to um, email me about it and tell me what a shithead I am. The intro music was done by our friends Heads. They're a Philadelphia group. You can listen to more of their stuff on Bandcamp. The outro music was done by our friend Leviathan. You can check him out on SoundCloud. Both of those groups have some pretty great stuff. So definitely take a listen if you like what you hear. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please rate and review us. Tell us what a great job we're doing. If you like all that sweet um, gabagool fake Italian talk. Or, you know, if you hate that, give us one star. I guess technology cuts both ways sometimes. It's the, the blessing and the curse of the internet. Well, thanks for listening. We really hope you enjoy season three and get ready for a magical adventure. Okay, so season three, y'all. Uh, welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We hope you guys survived uh, through the excitement of season two. I know I didn't. Uh, yeah, Kurt barely made it. Yeah. And uh, before we started the uh, recording, we were having a debate about if pizza exists in an edible form in Portland, Oregon. Kurt, why don't you tell us if it does or not? No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's mm. um, actually there's this one. There's this one good place, which uh, I think that I've already plugged before, so I won't say its name because it's really not that good. Um, but it's up a couple blocks away. Ilios. But it's one of those fucking places yeah, where you have to like everywhere. order your pizza in advance because they only make so many wads of dough. You know, what the fuck is what? that? Like a fucking, fucking like, a, like, a, like a barbecue restaurant. Like, oh, we're out of pork for the day. There's yeah, places right. around here with that do that too. You got to call and reserve the dough. Like, what the fuck? It's a for pizza? Dough, man. Like... Yeah. But I bet they're fucking That's good crazy. because it's it's Philadelphia, not fucking Portland, Oregon, home of. I don't I, know. I, I kind of think of? that there's a point where pizza can be too good. Like pizza, what? Explain like, yourself. Because I mean, part of what we like pizza is just like you, you just pick it up, you eat it. It's kind of everywhere. It's very accessible. Like people are taking pizza maybe a little bit too far. Like you know, it's just like it's a fucking slice of pizza. Like what is it? I will say that I I agree with I agree with Fran because I went out to dinner with my wife once and just one time you guys have been out? <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, just once. Yep, thank you. And uh we went out to dinner and on the on the menu they had like, you know, artisanal pizza, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They would not allow modifications pizza. to the pizza. Yeah. It was like, you know, white pizza with a fucking egg on it. Like it was, it wasn't amazing. It was good. You know, I had prosciutto, as Fran may say. Is that, am I saying that yeah, right? Good job. You, have prosciutto. you been practicing in our during our break? 
I have. Yeah. Had some prosciutto. Has the mozzarella. Oh, no, you, fu- you uh, fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> you really fucked the pooch on that one. I'm sorry. Mutadel. Wait, you say, are you saying uh, mutadel or mortadella? Well, you're combining them into two th- into like one wow. h- horrid creation. <laughs> can I say, can I just I'm say mutts instead? Can I say mutts? Yeah, wet mutts. 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 Wet mutts. An egg on it. I mean, it was good, but like, dude, it wasn't any better than my average... You know, like Antonio's Pizza that you can find seven places at in a square mile and anywhere on the East Coast. All next to Seven. I want want the whole spectrum of pizza in my life, okay? Sometimes I want uh, Elio's right out of my oven. And sometimes I want to get the fancy bougie pizza that is barely even a pizza anymore after what they did to it. And most of the time I want something (laughs) in the middle. We call that war crime pizza. But, like, um, it's all good. The the fancy pizza is just for fancy time. But I mean, but like, what are you doing? Bringing what are you? Why are you bringing pizza to fancy time? <laughs> that's exactly. Like dude. that's that's I my agree. beef. I like, agree. It's fucking fancy time. Get something better. It's street food. It's it, it's like a step above street food to me. Like I want to go if I'm at if I'm at a pizza place. I want my kids to be able to go butt like bat shit crazy and no one cares. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like. They're shitting in the corner. The and everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah that's I want the there kid to be, shitting corner." I want there to be an arcade game in the pizzeria, um, and I wanted to be. Like, they got those, all those that shit here. Plastic tablecloths, and that's a fucking pizzeria, man. Yeah. All right. So, uh, welcome, season three. We're uh, bringing it to a classic game, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Um, just keep it simple, and and in a, a twist, uh, I will be. Uh, the dungeon master. Oh, what a twist! I didn't know this. The daddy man, uh, and you know Joe, Kurt, and Fran probably have clocked the combined. Oh, I don't know, hundred and eighty thousand hours of Dungeons and Dragons, whereas I've probably played in my life three hours. Hey, so what could go wrong? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we won't have uh, many mean, nasty emails being sent behind my back about. How much I suck at this. Learn to turn the other cheek. (laughs) I don't give a shit. I'm fucking crazy. So, uh, Kurt. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your character? Should I just read off the two pages of background that I wrote about him? No. Okay. Uh, His name is Tuft Round Hull. He's a Lightfoot Mm. halfling who is lawful good. Uh, He is level five because our daddy master has told us all to level our characters up to level five immediately. He has the background of an acolyte, which I don't think is part of his actual class because he's a rogue. I don't think rogues are supposed to be acolytes, but fuck it. I chose acolyte. Um, He he, uh, is part of an order, and the order of Zagro... And uh, they worship a goat lord in the uh, in the high mountains of Hercus. And he um, he was taken in as an orphan into that into that order um, high atop these mountains. And he was taken in by a guy named Brother Mendez, who is their locksmith, and taught him. A little bit about uh, picking locks and making locks, you know, and then like a little bit about pickpocketing and then like putting stuff back in and like a little bit of sneaking and like, you know, all the roguish shit. 
A little bit of sneak attack, a little bit of thieves can't, maybe a little luck and some bravery and halfling nimble. Oh no, halfling nimbleness comes from his uh, his race. Oh, so anyway, so he hand. was just little sleight of hand, shelter of the faithful. You know that makes sense. Um, yeah, so he learned a lot of stuff from that guy, uh, and he eventually was destroyed in the great. Um, the uh, the Mega Crusades. What was destroyed? Uh, Brother Mendez and the entire order of uh, Zagro. It's sad. So he's gone by this guy, Lord Popov, who uh, he has sworn to find and destroy one day. But he's not too hell-bent on it because he tried twice and failed miserably and got all of his, his, his party members killed along, you know, with all of his hopes and dreams. And now he's trying to circle back Work on his shit, get a little bit better. I mean, he's only 24, for Christ's sake, which is just barely an adult for a halfling. Yeah, he's got fuzzy hair and shit. <laughs> you know, those feet. Yeah, those well, yeah what's, feet. He, what's he look like? What's he look like? So he is about three feet tall, about 40 pounds. I pretty much modeled him after my daughter. Um, <laughs> he has, like, nasty, you know, you know, you know that curly hair? That shit's gross. Uh, curly brown hair. He's got piercing blue eyes, however. Kind of odd for a hobbit, I would say. He's got nice nice robes, vestments from his uh, from his order. It's got a big goat skull on the front of it. Um, is that the sigil of uh, the Zagro order? It is. Okay. Um, and uh, he carries a rapier with him. He has a bow and arrow. Uh, he is very good at both of those things. Um, you know, no feet. I mean, he has feet. No shoes. <laughs> no feet. No feet. <laughs> Twist them. Twisted the third Stop. season. No feet. Um, how was he? How was uh, Tuft orphaned? Uh, he doesn't know. But there was a note uh, that was left, which uh, gave him his last name, Roundhole. Um, it says here in this uh, in these pages that I may or may not have written that. Uh, yeah, just that he's, um, you know, they're like, take it. I don't want this shit anymore. And it was just signed Round Hole. Okay. All right. Take, take this shit. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and the shit being tough? Tuft, yes. Okay. So, Brother Mendez um, was going to name him shit, but, you know, he wanted to go easy on the kid since he had such a hard life already. Tuft shit. He was a baby? He was a baby. Maybe your metal name no shit. Boy. Tough shit. <laughs> and that, now, do you think he? You think his parents gave him up because of something he did as a baby? Probably. I mean, you know, that's how I'm here. You know, I obviously, uh, I was orphaned at birth because of um, pooping in my diaper. And my mom just couldn't deal with it. So that's why I exist here now. That's, how I, that's how I got my um, dog. For pooping? They couldn't. I'm, I'm Wait, convinced that the people that adopted my dog couldn't handle potty training her and drove from south from southampton to south philly and just dumped her nice is she potty trained now it wasn't that hard i picked up your dog's poop one time and it was orange and it kind of terrified me yeah we were that was um, when she she was having some digestive problems at that time so we were feeding her a mixture of uh you know pumpkin and boiled chicken as you do when your dog is uh ill and um, that made her her doo doo orange. The ch- the, the right. chicken, yeah, the chicken did. I hate it, it was Popeyes. It was Popeyes chicken. 
Uh, all right, so Fran, why don't you tell us a little bit about your character? I am P- Professor Scrot. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, oh Jesus Christ! I, I assume I all assume right. you've all heard of me. <laughs> I'm very I'm very well known in the academic circles. I'm uh, an el- an, mm. an elderly elf, well into my four hundredth year at this point. Uh, I've kicked around the academic circles, never really been able to. Uh, Stick around in one place for too long. The students don't seem to really take a liking to me, which is fine, because I despise all of them anyway, so it's a good mixture. Uh, I left my, la- my <laughs> last uh, university job at the Sanctorum when they refused to offer me a tenured position. A man of my, my stature deserves something like that. And so I left, and I'm out in the world now, uh, writing about it, chronicling the things out there, and uh, casting judgment on them, essentially. I've started. I've started my own organization. I am the uh, president and sole member currently of the Foundation for Esoteric and Arcane Research, and I have a blonde. And I have a blonde mustache. <laughs> Is it a thin one? No, it's it's wispy. Mm. Your you organization to, you have, is EAR. If you have to use a word for it, I prefer wispy. The Foundation <laughs> for Ear. I like that. <laughs> Uh, my, I, like I specialize in d- divination magic, primarily. So what is that? Uh, what kind of spells uh, would be involved? Those in are uh, detection spells. Um, shit like that. No, please so, do it in the voice. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's sho- as shocking as it may be, there are some things beyond even my mind, at which point I find it useful to augment and understand more of our reality by using the arcane realm for additional knowledge and information. <sighs> Hmm, that's sick. interesting. Uh, that is, that's sick. So, like, a, some real journey of the mind shit. Yes, well, it's not nearly as taxing of a journey for me as it is for any of you. Quisat's Hatterack and all <laughs> that. I just really like right. the guy. I think he's really great. Oh, shit. Oh, do you want to know oh, about God. like uh, abilities and shit like that? Uh, yeah. Why don't you lay out the high level? Sure. Stuff? Um, well, my highest level spells are clairvoyance. Uh, so I can look in on spaces and see what's going on in them. I have Dispel Magic, Fear, and Animate Dead. Those are my uh, third level spells. So those are, okay. those are uh, the biggie. I only have two spell slots for third level, so I can't have all of them at any time. I have all of the knowledge skills, so all of the skills associated with intelligence, except for nature. Um, okay. I have Dark Vision, because I'm an elf. Uh, sure. And divination, like I said, was my arcane tradition. Oh, I have like this cool ability, uh, portent, where whenever mm. I take a long rest, I roll two d twenty, and I write down what those two numbers are. Like I just rolled an eight and a seventeen, and um, I can now substitute an eight and a seventeen for some rolls that I would make or someone who's attacking me would make before, without actually having to make the roll. It's like uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of it's like an omen, something I'd get or vision. Something along those lines. So you don't have any sort of combat magic? Uh, oh, I have, a, I have a couple of spells, but I mean, nothing super powerful as far as just like de- dealing damage. Fear is actually, okay. fear is a pretty powerful uh, spell that has a lot of combat uses. But I, as far as damage, I, I have Scorching Ray, which is a second level spell, and I have Magic Missile. They're okay. They're okay. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, do you want to hear anything about my character's ability at all? Sure. Um, or the, our listeners at home, I'm sure that this is really riveting for you. Um, you guys bu- bust a net nut over this, guys? Bust that shit. Right, right, 
Right in, right in. If you're busting, I'm horny. Right in as you bust the nut. I'm horny. Um, so <laughs> though he's not very strong, uh, he has a I'm 19 horny. in dexterity, uh, 14 quit, in constitution, quit, 10 in intelligence, wisdom is a 15, and no, I'm horny. Okay, 14 in charisma. Um, oh, he's very likable. Yeah, so since he's uh, he's uh, good with piercing and um, finesse weapons, he's got a high dexterity and also ranged combat. Uh, his skill proficiencies are acrobatics, insight, perception, persuasion, religion, and stealth. And um, okay. pretty much he's got a plus seven to attack, uh, does 1d8 plus four piercing damage. Pretty good. 41 hit points, armor class of 15. All right, we don't need the novel, Kurt. Jesus. Actually, I can read off of this novel that I wrote about him. <laughs> All right, so Kurt actually did, when we were making our characters, send me quite <laughs> quite a backstory. That was very important. That wasn't even the, the end of it. I wrote like another five, five paragraphs. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get to uh, get to my horse. He also has a fucking horse. You got a horse? Uh, uh, I'm going uh, to get to this. Pony. I'm going to oh, get to it. Okay. Shit. I'm going to get to it. Sorry. Sorry. So, uh, Joe, why don't you tell us about uh, the character you rolled up five minutes ago? Yeah. That's not cool. All right. So this fellow's name, I've been thinking about him for a long time, but I did roll him up five minutes ago. Uh, Yeah, this guy's name is uh, Colonel Nunya Tuskman. (laughs) He's a half-orc fighter. He's pretty old. He's 60, which is pretty darn old for a half-orc. Uh... Oh, we got the old we got the old boys yeah, he's up old in head. Um he's uh he's true neutral alignment. Neutral neutral. Basically that Oh oh I'm I'm sorry. Scrod, what's your alignment? Oh I'm a neutral evil. Okay. So uh Colonel Tuskman right. is a is a lifelong military man. Um mm-hmm. basically where he's from, out on the uh the dusty steppes, way in the uh we're playing in like Greyhawk continent, right? Yeah, good yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. So he's out in those uh, those dusty steps out to the west, um, and uh, he's basically he's from a part of the world that like has constantly just like been at war, like with like two factions uh, going against each other, constantly like wresting political power from one another. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it'll be like a decade in power for one, and then the other one will come back and uh, and gain power for two years, and then the other one will come back, gain power for another year, back and forth, back and forth, endless. Um, but he thinks of himself as a revo- uh, revolutionary, fighting uh, the, the good fight uh, for his cause. But basically, uh, that's been going on a long, long time, and he advanced to the rank of colonel, within the military basically through uh just by sticking around long enough you know he's he's pretty mediocre in general but he's really strong and really tough so he's survived many battles so just the sheer uh, amount of time he's been in the military has allowed him to advance to the rank of colonel uh okay uh unfortunately though um about five years ago um his faction was defeated like pretty badly and um, him and most of the other uh, uh, ranking members of his faction have been in exile. They've been scattered across the continent 
And um, so basically, he's just um, he's just trying to uh, stay alive and stay sharp by uh, being an adventurer for hire. And um, and he's just waiting for the call to come back and um, and, and uh, take the place back again. Okay. And uh, what was the name of his uh, brigade? Did it have a name? Um. Yeah. Thinking about it for weeks. Yeah, the, he was with the Glorious People's Front, and um, yeah, okay. And they were fighting. I, I've, I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Yeah, and they were fighting against the um, <laughs> uh, the Mighty People's Hammer. Nah, that sucks. Whatever. Yeah, that was the other faction. The Glorious People's Front versus the Mighty okay. People's Hammer. There's a lot of people in this world. Yeah. It seems maybe there's too many. I don't know. <laughs> These are the thoughts that keep me up at night. Okay. Um, and what kind of weaponry? Uh, I got like heavy armor. Uh, I'm wearing chain mail. I've got a shield and I've got a battle axe. So my okay. AC is like 18 when I'm holding that shield. My battle axe, I can optionally put the shield away and um, rock that as a two-handed weapon to up its damage a little bit. Sure. Um, and yeah, I'm a fighter, so um, I've got all the fighter stuff like um, second wind, action surge. Uh, I have a martial archetype of battle master, which gives me... Um, uh, various maneuvers I can do in battle and sort of an edge based on like uh, knowledge of how to fight and experience coming from my military training. Uh, I've sure. also got an extra attack I can use um, once per rest, basically. I can attack twice. Okay. I think I think you you attack twice regardless, don't you? Or is that at six level? Oh, let me... I'll, I'll read that again. I thought that was once per rest, but... Well, that, that's an action. You get that's action surge. You get a whole another action. Oh thing. yeah, mixing up extra attack and action surge. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I can just attack twice whenever, huh? I think whenever you use the attack action, you get two attacks. Yeah. Oh boy, I really yeah. should up up the difficulty <laughs> after. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking tank, man. I got also I got uh, forty five hit points. What's everybody else got for hit okay. points? 41. 41. I have a uh, 23. Yeah. Ooh, 45 nice. is actually pretty, fifth level? Is pretty low for a fifth level fighter. Is it? I took the, um, maybe I fucked what's up. Your, what's your con? It's, uh, it's 16. Hmm. I just took the average roll. I was kind of a pussy about it, I guess. Um, I didn't roll for my hit points. I just, uh, you can optionally take the, uh, take a six every time. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh, I also get an additional... I get a bonus action to, to dodge, disengage, or hide. That's part of my cunning action thing. Okay. Um, so I let you guys start off at fifth level simply because, you know, this isn't going to be one of those campaigns that goes on for, like, months and months or years. So I wanted to I wanted to make it a little more exciting and boost the, the power. That's a great call. But... Um, did anybody spend the hundreds of gold that Jeff gave? To well, us? that that was my next question. Actually, let, let me let me say something that's been on my mind. Kurt, fuck you, Kurt. Fuck you. <laughs> you have no idea how happy I am that you picked a religious character, and I could fucking nail your ass to the wall with made up bullshit religious shit. Good. 
uh, about the Zagrotic ministry and be like, oh, I believe. He's been thinking about this shit Uh, for weeks. uh, Dude, (laughs) and you know what I'm going to do after every episode? I'm going to write more of it. <laughs> you ain't gonna catch him on shit, um, Jeff. I dare you to try. I know. You got you gotta wake up pretty early in the morning to fuck Kurt Howard and the asshole. And even if you do, it's like sticking your dick in a warm cup of coffee. It's all blown out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and and it's all what? Blown, blown out. out. Like a, yeah. like know, a warm Joe, cup of coffee know... frequently described as blown out. <laughs> well, do you know uh, the similarities between Kurt's butthole and uh, Dresden 1945? Oh, it's, it's bombed out. <laughs> I was going to say, Kurt Vonnegut wrote I a book exactly about it. I knew exactly where that was going, and it still got me. Uh, That'd be sick if okay. Kurt Vonnegut wrote a book about your asshole. I let you guys start with like a fairly significant amount of gold. Um, did you guys purchase any interesting magical items? Oh no, I just got a. I didn't know that was on the table. Um, no, I just bought. I just I, bought, I, I, okay. I just bought a bunch of spells for my spellbook. I will say this: uh, I will let you until the next session. I will let us retcon this. If you want to buy one big thing, I'll, there's no price. Wait, you, there's no prices for magic items though. Okay. And honestly, at five hundred right. gold, you wouldn't get anything anyway. Yeah, okay. I think it's probably for the. I think it's for the best. I might buy some like plate armor if I have time or something. But yeah, okay. Maybe I'll so buy, a, buy a ferry ticket to a magical island filled with magical. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's smart. Yeah, <laughs> I got to spend this uh, gold somehow. So you bought a. So I believe uh, Kurt had, has purchased a horse. No, Tuft has purchased a horse. <laughs> yeah, Tuft. What's uh? This, what's your horse like? What's his name? Uh, his name is not. Is not anything because he's a she. Her name Ooh. is Judy. Oh, Judy, that's great. Because we all love Judy. Hmm. That's a I don't know. Melvin slash Judas Priest reference. Um, yeah, you know, you know, pretty much. I bought Judy because um, after Brother Mendez was killed, I was really sad inside, and I really needed somebody to talk to, and. Uh, go on adventures with and Judy did come on both of the adventures both of the attempts on Lord Popoff's live with me life with me live like you know that band live um the angel opens her eyes <laughs> that one <laughs> found a better man um so yeah Judy lived and uh I lived so you know our bond was strengthened greatly and I pretty much purchased her to carry a lot of the items that I I bought with that money you gave me. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's get into it. Are you guys ready to go on a magical adventure? Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, yes. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun! I can hardly contain my enthusiasm. Okay, so uh, let me paint you guys a word picture. About, the, about 200 years ago, the, there are two great cities of the time, Scald... And Waterdeep went to... Um, it was a bloody war. It lasted dozens of years. Many lives were lost. Tens of thousands on both sides. Uh, eventually, Skald was completely wiped off the map. Just gone. We don't know why. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kurt's not even <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> he's fucking standing again. <laughs> I, yeah, I stand all day long anyway. What's another fucking I just, three hours? I just felt his, I saw his head pop up. I'm assuming you're trying to give yourself a blue. <laughs> you know, it is actually harder than you'd think. Yeah, I guess you got to land on it's your It's really hard. 
Um, okay, so Scald was wiped off the map. <laughs> and since then, everything kind of just fucking sucks. Uh, whereas monster attacks were not the norm, now there are whole sections of the continent, especially the farther west you go, that are just totally overrun by monsters. You know, orc tribes, dragons, werewolves, shit like that. You know, lousy, lousy with monsters. You know, you know. And um, it seems to be getting worse. My father's an orc. You know that, right? You're saying all this stuff. You know my father's an orc. Are, 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 is your orc hearing this in their head? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You're just like reflecting. You're like, you know what? Orcs aren't that bad. I'm sorry, the bad orcs. Not all orcs. The bad orcs. You're one of the good ones, Gleep Glop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because of this, the, the world has kind of coalesced into like city-states. Uh, whereas... There are no kings anymore. It's more just baronies that, you know, rule and have allegiance in their fiefdoms. So, let's set the uh, the stage. You guys are with a, um, a a wagon, a caravan of wagons, and the reason you are with that is that um, the Baron uh, Genesee is on a, and his is sending one of his main wizards. Uh, Mimanam to uh, the, the, like uh, Baron lives in a town called uh, or a city called Athkalta and he is sending Mimanam on a uh, diplomatic mission and a trade mission to uh, Memnon and now Scrod you had heard that there is hidden libraries underneath of Memnon yes. that you're interested in cataloging and you have hired Yes, uh, c- Colonel cataloging, Tuffy. that is one way of putting it. Sure. <laughs> you have uh, hired uh, cur- the colonel for a little bit of muscle. And you have hired um, Tough Roundhole, who's been on some other adventures with you. You guys have known each other for a little bit of time. That's right. Uh, I really like him. I keep saying it, but I do. So you guys are traveling, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are traveling with this caravan uh, in order to keep yourself safe. Um, because there's safety in numbers. So, let's say there's about 12 carts uh, in this, and they're quite large. Six of those carts are loaded down with an offering of delicious... Uh, the bear, the Baron is quite wealthy from his uh, cream ale, which is highly salt in the world. Uh, there's nothing quite... Like, it's crisp and refreshing, and it has a great mouthfeel. It's pure, it's not a up. blend. Not in any way. <laughs> yeah. It's the oldest brewery. <laughs> Literally uh, ever. <laughs> um, and uh, you guys are on this caravan. So we're not relate. We're not. We are just traveling out of convenience with this caravan for strength and numbers. Yes. We are not mm-hmm. with uh, Memanon in any official capacity. I'm sorry. Memanon. Memanon. I'm sorry. Memanon. Yes. So, so like me. No. Uh, you know, you, you, uh, you basically are allowed to travel in exchange for... Um, Helping protect the caravan, sure. helping do, you know, Scrod can do some sort of, like, navigation duties. Um, Tuft can be, like, a, a runner or a gopher of some sort. And, you know, Colonel Tuskman. What the fuck is, is that supposed to mean? Look at you, look at you, reduced to a mere runner. <laughs> I didn't know I was some kind of rodent. That's real fucked up. Yep. Oh, don't worry. We'll we'll fix their wagon, Tuft. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't get it. Uh, Someday, my friend. 
so in order to uh, sweeten the pot, the Baron has sent his daughter, the Countess Genesee. Um, we can call her a Baroness. And she, oh, they're dwarfs. They're uh, dwarf lords. So she's a she's a little dwarf. She uh, is re- redolent in a uh, green and silver um, like riding gear. You know, like trousers and a, a green jacket. What's redolent mean? She looks really good. She's dressed. Uh, she's dressed very nicely. She has fine mm. clothes. So you guys are on the trail. It's um, you guys are heading due uh, northwest. So from Athkalta to uh, Memnon is a. Uh, and I realize now that the names sound very familiar, very similar. Yeah. From uh, Athkalta to Memnon is uh, like a due, due west course. You guys have been on the road for, let's say, a wait, week. wait, 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 wait. Uh, We're going been... to Memnon? And yes. From Ath. And there's a dude called Mimanon. Mimanon. I didn't. I should have thought this one through. But um, I thought he was trying to not... go there because he was like, well, that place sounds pretty Who's interesting. Who's Mimanon again? Is he? He's not the Baron. <laughs> he, he's a... Uh, yeah, he's the Baron's uh, oh, okay. wizard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Baron's chief wizard and his daughter, the Baroness, what the fuck's her name? And Genesis. Memnon is oh, right. the city with the library? And yes. Nemanon, he probably wants at that library too, huh? Yeah, yes, I bet he does. The, the Countess is riding up and down along the ranks, and uh, she pulls up to uh, Tuft on Judy and says, that is a... That is a wonderful mare you have there. Wait, does mare mean man horse? I don't know. Let me look that up real quick. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know either. Uh, she's she's a very beautiful pony. That's right. I reach mare, down and I like pat her on the neck. A mare is a lady com- comforting horse. Comforting her. Oh, that's great. That's great to know. Thanks so much, uh, half-orc friend who I just met a few minutes ago. Even though I've supposed to be known you for a long time, um, thanks so much. You know she really loves compliments. Colonel Tuskman, you can call me Tuskman, right? Ha 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 ha! Thanks. What's uh? What's what's your name? My name is Tuft Roundhole. Oh, that is wonderful. Yeah. And I, what's your? I like what's, it too. What's your? What's your pony's name? Well, this is Judy. Just Judy. J- Judy. Yeah. Judy Roundhole. No, Judy. That's it. Okay, and she, uh, you know, she's enamored with Judy. It's very, it's very clear that the princess uh, or the countess loves horses. Here, horses. do you want a carrot? You can feed it to her. I would love that. She's pretty hungry. Oh, I, I would love to make Judy my special friend for life. <laughs> she, uh, she feeds uh, the, the horse and she, she claps her hands and mm-hmm. she's excited. So time goes on. Let's say another couple days, and you guys are traveling through. A heavily forested area. Um, and due to a storm, you have to go through what's known as the uh, Old Thieves Pass, which is just a, a, a track through the woods. However, you know, it's kind of shitty out. There's ruts in the ground. It's muddy. It's slow going. Do I know anything about this area? Uh, you know wooded areas of this uh Around here are known to be inhabited primarily by different orcs and goblin tribes. Um, and ever since the fall of Scald, uh, the goblin, like the orcish races, so like ogres, goblins, orcs, have kind of banded together. And you know that it's um, it's kind of their territory, but they're not necessarily 
known. Like, not much is known about them too much. So, some days go by. You're just, like, doing on the slog. And it's about 10 in the morning. The sun's finally out, and you hear it. The drums. It's a fucking sick beat, bro. They're fucking blast beating it. Hell yeah. And um, Colonel Tuskman, you know what that means. That means the orcs are on the march. And um, you start to hear, like, tittering sounds coming through through the woods. Like... And, I thought uh, that was when two breasts, pendulous breasts, are flapping together. Uh yeah, that, that's, that's not that. tittering. No, titty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's that's like that. tittering, but it's not. It's tittling. Tittling. My yeah, you're right. Uh, tittling. Um, does that make a loud noise? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks to himself. <laughs> yeah, man, someone crush a beer can with a titty right now. Uh, Oh, oh, Kurt did it. What do you drink? What do you guys? What are you drinking, Kurt? That uh, that Rainier? Yeah, I'm uh, drinking Jenny Light. No, I'm drinking Miller Light. Sorry, Miller. You guys have enough money. You know what? I'm drinking Jenny Light. Nobody knows. I could be doing whatever I want. Don't I'm drinking. Me I got Jenny Ice tonight. Jenny. Really? No. No, you didn't. Oh yeah. No. Did you? No, but soon enough, man. Soon enough. Yeah, we're gonna do a Jenny Ice episode. <laughs> the Jenny. I think I think season we should have done it. We should have done it for season two finale, but season three finale, we start drinking it like, you know, three hours before we start recording. All Jenny Ice, thirty pack for each of us. See what Sorry, happens. That'll be dope. I'll be sleeping the whole time. <laughs> that'll be an exciting <laughs> episode. Throwing yeah. up. So you hear these? You hear the these uh, the sound in the woods? You hear skittering. Um, you hear these drums, and they are just pounding. And um, the lead guard, Jojo, we'll call him, <laughs> he's like, form a line! Because he knows what's coming. He knows what's up. He's made this run many times. So there are 12 I got military discipline. I know exactly what to do. I'm writing that line. Yeah, there are 12... There are 12 carts, and there is a contingent of, let's say, about 30 guards. Right? Because it is... There is a royal... Emissary, like there are no, there's nobility in the caravan, uh, so you guys are rolling pretty heavy. However, you just see about, from what you can tell, sixty orcs and goblins just thundering over this over like a hill. So you're kind of in All a right. Valley. That was a really good season. Really good. <laughs> uh, you see, um, you see just a shitload of them, and they're dressed in like different pelts, like the armor from uh, people that they've ambushed in the past. Um, you'll notice, one thing you notice very clearly, even though they're moving very quickly, is that maybe like one in th- five, let's say, 20% of them are missing a hand of some sort. It's gone. Like, lopped off Dang. crudely. Hmm. You guys are like, oh, shit. So, oh, shit. Uh, JoJo. The... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I wanted an oh shit out of out of tough round. Oh. oh fucking shit! <laughs> they form a line and the battle. Begins. How and how far away are they? Like when, when at what point do we notice them? Well, so you heard the drums, yeah, and then they just come over the hill. And let's say uh, because they're slightly in a valley, at the middle point of it where you guys are, I would say the hills are like forty five feet up at like a slight grade. And you you see him come over to well, be, so they're about on both be, sides. Before they get too close to us, I would like to approach Tuft. Okay. But are they coming from both sides? 
you only see him coming from one side now. Yeah, tough, <laughs> tough day. I think that our safety in numbers has evaporated. Perhaps it's time we made our escape. Sounds great. You want to hop on the back? Oh, wait, we tried that before. Judy can't hold us both. Oh, that's unfortunate. I guess you'll be walking. What, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> As you guys are talking, uh, the orc wave crashes down around you. Um, that was way quicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> luckily, uh, they're, 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 the guards are well-trained. They know what's up. And the orcs are all not particularly well-trained. And they, they're, you know, they're clashing. There's shit flying everywhere. They're screaming. I and... position myself in front of my employer and uh, and uh, make ready to defend him. Yeah. So one comes charging at you. Why don't you roll a uh, attack? Okay. Um, so I'm rolling. I got a regular weapon, so I'm rolling d20 plus strength. Yep. Dang. Eight. Oh, but I got an extra uh, attack, so let me roll that one. Wait, does that work like that? You can attack twice instead oh, yeah, of once. Oh, it's not it's not a bonus action, right? Yeah. Is it a bonus action? Okay, fine. Totally. No, forget. it says you can attack twice instead of once. Uh, in this case, I've rolled a 14. So I got a 14 <laughs> and an 8 for my two attacks. Okay, so you, you hit uh, with the 14. So, um, once you roll damage. And, uh, with that, I roll a... Um, yeah, you know, roll twenty dot net actually makes it very easy to calculate all these I've figures. Seven damage. Yeah, so you you hit him pretty good. Um, he, you know, he had his uh, he had his arms up like he was going to slash down at you, but you you know you know what's up. You definitely step to the side and you hit him in the stomach, and he kind of goes spinning out and back into the fray. And uh, before know. you know it, before you know it, they are retreating. There's heavy casualties on both sides. So there's maybe, let's say there's about 18 guards standing. There's dozens of orc and goblin bodies just strewn about. They look pretty ragged, mm. you know. Discipline like they, always uh, wins. It sure does. It, it doesn't strike me as unusual if these guys were kind of routed so easily considering they had such an advantage in numbers. Like, is anything weird here? Well, you notice someone's missing. Um, you notice that the Countess is gone. Son of a bitch! Man, these guys are like lightning. Yeah, yeah everything happened so in. quickly. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> so you guys were heading uh, west, and they seemed to attack from the north. But uh, she was definitely standing on the south side of the caravan because, you know, Whoa. she was trying to get herself out of the way. So many directions. So let's just say this. Everyone's facing one way, north, and that which was the, the brunt of the attack, and she was standing on the opposite of that. Oh, um, sneaky. Hey, Scrod, you know, yes. the Countess is missing. Yes, it seems that she has gone astray. Yes, you know, they were really good to us, you know, when we ran out of food that one time, because somebody... And I motion over to Tuskman. ...forgot to bring our fucking food with us. But, you know, I'll forgive him. Uh, they've been really good to us. Maybe we should go to the south. I think somebody I, probably snuck I, up from behind. I don't behind get to roll for that. A... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, that, that would be... That just would a be, deranged Mickey Mouse. That would be taking us further away from this library, which is something well, I, my heart yearns for. A few things really get me a flutter, like a well-kept collection of books. 
you know, as as the dark goat says, uh, I am you familiar know, with the south, dark goat. South is uh, is would be closer to west than east. If that makes no, it, that, ma- I... that makes no sense. Once again, your brain is uh, failing you, young boy. I always forget those passages from the Professor Scrot. You know, I've been uh, I've been meaning to ask you. Yes, yes, Colonel Tuskin. I've been meaning to ask you as a uh, as a man of learning myself. Do you prefer? Well, let's not get ahead. Do, of this. do you do you prefer <laughs> do you prefer uh, Dewey Decimal or Library of Congress? What what are you talking about? I uh, I operate on the Scrodian principle of cataloging, actually, where everything's moving and floating all at the same time. Yes, but things are kept in a different order that makes sense to me, and if other people's brains could grasp it, it would make sense to them as well. I refuse to bring it down to the level of the common man. What are I've we, sp- what are we aspiring sense. to? Oh, makes sense. Cool. You know, the, the fog of battle is clearing. And I cast, I, I cast fog cloud and bring back the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a thick, a, thi- a thick, it's, um... Oh, imagine, the fog of battle has returned. Imagine the, the thickest vape cloud anyone has ever blown. It's so chunky and it smells like cotton candy. Shit, dog, you're a uh, vape lord. <laughs> yes, I am quite the vape lord. The, so a vape, a vape cloud rolls in. It's very disturbing. It smells it, like it, cotton it's, candy. It's, it's become very obvious. This is all diversion in order to basically kidnap someone. Um, the... The, the courtly wizard, Mimanon, stands on top of a um, a cart and says, Oh, hear ye. I will give, I will give 10,000 gold coin to any man or group that returns the, the baroness to me. I will give you 100 gold coins for any for any orc hand you bring back in this little adventure of yours. You, you wizard. You wizard. What's your name? Scrood? Snood? What is it? Yes, I don't appreciate the way you're speaking to me. I'm Professor Scrod. Oh, I've heard yes, of, of you. Of course you have. And what was your name again? I don't think I've We've heard been of traveling you. traveling for weeks together. <laughs> Me- Memanon of the ancient meme tribe. Is that not the city with the library? <laughs> no, I believe you're thinking of memory. Oh, I'm sorry oh si- <laughs> silly me. How could I have confused you, the two? You. I have quite the collection of magical objects. You bring her back. You may be able to take your pick. Um, while he's doing this, I cast Detect Thoughts on him. I can scan. It's not contested. He gets a save. I can scan his surface thoughts and kind of get like a general vibe of what he's thinking. And then if I want, I can pry deeper. And at that point, he gets to make a saving throw. So I can kind of pick up on his surface thoughts um, without him getting a saving throw. Okay. I can read you the text if you want to know exactly what it says. Uh, you? Uh, no. Okay, go ahead. It says, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is most on its mind in that moment. And then as an action, I can choose to probe deeper, at which point he would get a wisdom saving throw. But I, I just want to read his surface thoughts while he's kind of talking about all this stuff. Um, he seems generally concerned, genuinely concerned about the uh, the countess, and he seems sincere that he wants her back. Okay. All right, I, I'm not going to probe any further. 
What say you? And what, are, are you too busy? You and your small army of men are too busy? They're all going too. This is a blanket statement. Well, I suppose I have to discuss it with my companions. My, my hired help as it is. Well, friends, we take a, we take a small huddle next to one of the wagons. You guys can't actually huddle and touch my shoulders because I'm so far down. You guys kind of like pat pat me on the head while we while we get together. Appear- I'm like right at dick level. This wizard has gotten himself into quite a bind. I'm not sure it's really our responsibility to help him. Huh. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, uh, they were pretty good to us when we lost all our food, Dick. And. uh... You know, I'd be in, I'd be willing to help them if that's what the group decides. You know, three three people have a vote, so we can't have like one of those you know even even ties. Well, I I get two votes. Oh, that's good. That's good. That doesn't make anything more fucking confusing. <laughs> uh, but hey, did you ask him what was the deal with the uh, the whole orc hand thing and why there's so many orcs I saw without hands? Maybe we should check that out. Yes, you think if you were in a position to chop its hand off, you would just kill the orc instead of letting them live. Or both of them, because then you'd get 200 gold, I guess. Yes, good point as well. <laughs> but how many times <laughs> did this happen before, you know? That's the real question. I don't know. You know, I just... These are the thoughts that keep me up at night. <laughs> oh. I haven't slept in a long time. Colonel. Hmm. Ah. Oh, Professor Scrod. What do you... What do you think of this opportunity, Colonel? You're a fighting man, pursuing gold and other base metals, some kind of form of entertainment and satisfaction, are you not? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, 10,000 10, 10, uh, uh, gold coins is... Uh, that is a generous bounty. It's a princely sum. The uh, Glorious People's Front could do a lot with that kind of money. We really could. What do, what do I know... What? What do I know about the Glorious People's Front? Um, can I make like a history roll or something? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead. You can't say yeah, sure. You're not. Sorry, I gotta adjust. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Yeah, well, this is gonna be ahead. fun for a while. We're gonna be able to get Joe to say. I got a challenge say, level. Yeah, challenge level of five. So twenty. I got a Jedi mind tricks. You got twenty-one successes. Okay. Uh, this joke 21 sucks. Success. <laughs> I I stage that up to ultra damage. <laughs> so uh, it's the glorious people's front. You yeah, say? I mean, um, yeah, yeah. You they know, sound like a bunch of Nazis. Uh, I just want to confirm that's what they are. <laughs> yeah, both of those groups really sound uh, a little too no, white. Uh, if you want no, to the mean. glorious people's front is a, um, a bunch of proud boys. <laughs> Everybody's favorite here in Portland. They, so they have, like, they, you know, they have a uniform of like rolled up, uh, rough trousers. Yes, I, I, I have seen that. And, uh, and, uh, suspenders and white shorts. Oh, no, man. um, on, you know man. that they are like a, no, I won't. There is a, uh, oh, God, why, why wouldn't I do that? There is yes, a, they're should. like the Unitarians. They're like the Unitarians of, uh, armies. Um, they they are inclusive of all races, whereas the Hammer is at most like an orcist type of group where they only have the. I goblin should I should actually races. can I can I uh, say a little bit of this lore to guide you here? Um, yeah, go ahead. These go two ahead. factions are are barely different. 
Um, and they're, they pretty much like, they look very similar. Like the demographics are similar, mostly human, but like, you know, as you can see by me, uh, some other racial members, uh, yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, they're, they're just not that different. They're both like kind of middle of the road, like military governments. Yeah. So they, they just have like slightly, um, different dogmatic views on things which have spiraled out of control into war. Um, but as far as just like armies, uh, you know, they're your standard issue. Uh, we believe in like this sort of uh, government versus the hammers who believe in a more uh, uh, what is, like the theocracy sort of government um, and like workers' rights versus the people's front, which is, uh, you know, more like a traditional democracy. Um, so, like you know, it's well known uh, on the step. Like the history of them is well known on the on the steps. And uh, do any of these soldiers or anyone seem like they're they're jumping on board to go uh, do this thing? Oh yeah, they're uh, they're immediately like uh, forming like teams of search parties, but um, they start heading what you believe to be the wrong direction. And, uh, and they start heading out north and west and east. That only leaves east. No, north. Let us head west. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. <laughs> um, can we search the area? See if there's any signs of where the princess went, how she was taken. Anything like I should that? I should sure. point out that, um, tactically speaking, this is not a. Uh, it's not that great a deal. We're at a, we're, we're at a severe tactical disadvantage. How so? Colonel? Well, we are three, and the uh, and the and the horde is many. Yes, that is a good point you make. You are really good at math. Yeah, you know, this is a uh, this is a job for a special operations unit, some real stealth experts. Uh, and I'm not sure. And I appear behind him sure. right when he was looking at me. I just disappear, <laughs> and I'm right behind him because I've got a thing that does that. Uh. Do we gotta like check our, my perception against your uh, against your sneak? Uh, I think so. This is more in a in a thing, but need to hide, hide behind a larger guy is how I wrote it. But naturally stealthy is uh, <laughs> me and me hiding behind a uh, uh, um, a comrade mm, or whatever. Nice. Yeah, like I said, uh, I don't know if we have any uh, stealth experts on hand or not. I I can't see any at the moment. I'm looking around. <laughs> Just looking up. Oh, hey, there's... Oh, cool. That's How amazing. ironic. You can never find the stealth expert when you need him. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Wait, are you guys fucking... That's me, right? Like, that's that's supposed to be me. Yeah. Yeah, I can help you guys out with that. Hey, somebody's asking for my help. That's pretty cool. You hear that, Judy? I'm going places. I feed her a you guys... But what do you, how do you want it? I mean, what do you want? She nays, she nays happily. She nays happily. You guys want some it's tips tough. or some shit? I don't know. I'd have to go there and check out the lay of the land, you know, get an idea of how we can infiltrate this shit. We just don't even know where she went. How about we just go to the south and look for it? You know, I could use a new rapier. This thing is, uh, kind of falling apart. And I try to take it out of my, out of my, <laughs> out of its hilt and just, or out of the, out of the sheath and the hilt comes off in my hand. Yeah, it's, um... Quite not a, supposed to happen. Quite a sword you have there. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. And I grab one off of a, one of the dead soldiers on the ground and I just <laughs> put that one in there. That'll be good enough. 
Well, they, yeah, I mean, I mean, Scrod, if you're down with it, man, I mean, yes, I you know, I'm not gonna. The lore of magic items is is enticing, but this the sirens' call of the library sings out to me. That is true. Hmm. Maybe it'll be quick. Maybe just right over this so, hill, that'll be right there. So, has everyone essentially abandoned the wagon train and just gone off into the woods? No, nah, you know, that's a fair amount of guards staying behind. You know, let's say, let's say, like ten guards stayed behind. Include what about uh? Mimnar. He's he's staying behind. Okay. Mimnon. Mimnon. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. Meme Lord. <laughs> Mimnon, the Meme Lord. Whoa, whoa, whoa. From the land of A L A M O. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I, I searched the area where the princess was last seen to see if we can find any tracks, A-O. any uh, signs of maybe how many people have abducted her, anything like that. Alright, uh, there's a check for that, right? Investigation? Yeah, I would say that's probably investigation. And why don't you roll an investigation check? Why don't you all roll an investigation check? Ha ha, ha no problem. I got a, tw- a 20. So, do I add my intelligence okay, so modifier to that? I believe you And do, my proficiency correct. if I have it. Okay. Yes. My modifier total my modifier 13. total is zero. And I rolled a one. <laughs> what what, what okay. do you see uh, over there, Tuskman? Tuskman, you uh you look around and you like you start sniffing the ground, right? And uh you just run right back into a cart and fall over because <laughs> you were just like you, you think you got a scent, but you just I'm like, oh uh, the um <laughs> The the wagon train is still safe. <laughs> T- uh, Tuft, what did you get? Uh, I got a thirteen. Okay, um, you definitely natural. see natural. Oh, natural, natural, all natural. Yeah. You guys are gonna burn me on this one till the day I die. Uh, really good. Um, you um, you definitely see some like where a party came up, but if you had to guess, like not more than three people, not more than three. Uh, Professor Scrod, uh, you know you have keen elf eyes, and you see maybe you know down, maybe down the hill a little bit. You see a tuft, a few tufts. Round hole. Um, hey guys, <laughs> I pop out of you my some, uh, There's more. Really you quick. See, There's more. <laughs> you see, you see some strips of uh, silver and green cloth on a. Uh, on some bramble. Okay, without uh, drawing any attention to it, I kind of signal to these two guys that we should head head off in that direction. My keen eyes have spotted something a normal man wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> That's not fair. I'm only half a man. Yes, you are, and don't forget it. I can't. Yes. 